Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Note to Self is sponsored by BetterHelp. Give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You'll just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. When I tell you my therapist in college absolutely changed my life. It is so important to find a therapist that works for you. And I love that BetterHelp makes it easy to switch therapists. That is so, so, so key. So let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash note to self today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash note to self. Hey guys, this is Note to Self, and I'm your host, Peyton Sarton. From Q&As and breakup tips to simply navigating every stage of life, Note to Self is a space to get messy, explore new perspectives, and ultimately empower yourself and others. Grab some wine or a mocktail, and I hope you enjoy today's episode. All right, hi guys, and welcome back to Note to Self. I'm Peyton. If you are new here, I am the host of this lovely podcast. Thank you all for joining us on this Thursday. I do want to note that there's actually a bonus episode coming out this week. So it's going to be out tomorrow in partnership with Nike, which you don't want to miss because we are going to be talking about kind of like the top wellness hacks, if you will. I'm trying to incorporate as we move into fall and I go from a little less feral to a little more, I don't want to say Susie Homemaker, but maybe just like a little chicer than that, right? Like a little bit like a, a young Susie Homemaker, if you will. So we're going to be talking about that tomorrow, but today we're going to talk about how to get out of a funk because I also think as we transition from summer to fall that many of us are getting like the post-summer blues. I know I am very much not wanting to let go of summer. It is why I moved to Los Angeles in the first place because I wanted a forever summer. It's just my favorite season, but I will say I am looking forward to being the coziest person of all time this fall and winter. And Things are already set up for me, like moving into the fall. Things are shaping up pretty well. Work-wise, we've got a lot coming up in the next couple of months. But this next week, by the time you are listening to this, actually, I will be in New York City for Fashion Week. And I am attempting to extend my stay in New York until like the 21st-ish when I have to go to a wedding in Colorado. So hopefully I'll be in New York for a little while. I kind of want to, wanted to do this because every time I go to New York, I feel like it's not enough time. And it's like a six-hour flight, so I might as well get as much time out of it as possible. Also, as I said before, I do want to get a dog this fall. And 
while I love being a homebody lately and staying in Los Angeles, just like being in my own apartment, I wanted to get a little New York trip out of my system before I possibly find a dog that I want. And, you know, you have the puppy stage and you're training the dog and you can't really leave the dog. So I'm trying to set myself up for success with that. Do I know if I'm going to find a dog right upon, you know, coming back from New York? I don't know. That would be the goal. And I'm trying to figure out, I'm talking to some uh, shelters and things like that to see if I can find the perfect dog for me. I was, I've mentioned this before, but I would love to adopt if possible. My only problem with adoption is I do want a bigger dog, but I need to know what kind of dog it is and maybe what their parents were. So I know how big it's going to get because I got a very large dog in college and I thought I was going to be in Texas. I went to college in Texas for those of you who are new here. And I had a lot of space and my dog had a backyard when I was in college. And there was another dog that lived at our house. One of my roommates had a dog as well. So I didn't know he was going to be like 105 pounds kind of large. And I also thought I was going to be in Texas and have access to space at that point in my life. And he was the love of my freaking life. He's still very much alive, but he, I was obsessed with him. I did everything with Drogo. He is the most perfect dog ever. But when I moved out to LA to pursue this whole, you know, career that I'm doing now, I ended up bringing him out and he was just way too big for the apartment. So my grandparents were like, you know what, let's take him for a little while. And because they're getting older, some other dogs had unfortunately passed away and they just like, my grandpa loves to have a dog. So anyway, I had Drogo move in with them and they live on like a big ranch. So he does not ever wear a leash. He runs free. He's having the time of his life. And him and my grandfather, like when I say fell in love with each other, that they are soul dog and person connection. Um, they're obsessed with each other. They are absolutely best friends. And when it came time to me bringing him back out here to Los Angeles when I did have enough space, he, I couldn't do it to my grandpa. My grandpa basically asks nothing of me and he has done so much for me. And I could tell when we talked about it that he was very sad about this possibility. And I, I just didn't have the heart. So it feels weird, one, to get a dog that while I have my other dog, <laughs> but I can't bring my other dog out here because also he's a ranch dog now. He would fucking hate my apartment. And again, he's so big and I'm not taking him from my grandpa. Like I would rather die than make my grandpa sad. And I know that he would allow me to. So that it just like with great power becomes great responsibility, I guess. I'm not even going to ask. I'm not going to push the problem. So I do want a little friend. I will say I do want something that sheds less, if I have a choice, than a gigantic German Shepherd and something that's a little bit smaller. So I don't really know exactly what dog I'm going to get. I'm kind of leaning towards some kind of lab or lab mix, but we'll see. Long story short, I'm going to New York for a while to just like do my little New York dream in the best month ever to visit New York and live my best life before I hopefully come back and settle down and have my second child because I had to, you know, I didn't, I won't say I abandoned my first child, <laughs> but I definitely left him for a better circumstance. Or I guess left him to a better circumstance for himself. Um, anyway, so that's the dog update because I've gotten some questions about the dog. Thank you guys so much. Those of you who sent me 
various shelters and stuff. I will put a list of those on my Instagram story here pretty soon, just like through a QA and a or something, because I got a couple good ones. And if you guys are looking to adopt a dog anytime soon, there are some really good resources on there as well. I follow a number of them on Instagram and I actually post a lot of dogs on my stories that do need to be adopted. So if you guys follow me on Instagram, it's just at Peyton Sarton. You'll can see that pretty regularly because they're so freaking cute. But that's my little life update. We're going to New York, might get a dog. What else? What else can I tell you? This last weekend, I'm pre-recording this episode because I'll be in New York. I'm a little bit further ahead than normal. But I did the whole Labor Day, four-day craze situation. It was a lot. It was quite a lot to come back from. I had some many twists and turns. We went to Beyonce. Beyonce was fucking amazing. Then I had, we went to the Malibu Fair one night, and then we went straight from the Malibu Fair to like out in West Hollywood, which is like such a different vibe. I ended up staying out till five in the morning. So that was good. I didn't do anything for Labor Day besides lay around with Iman because she said it was her birthday. And that's basically it. No really juicy details I don't have to give you. I'm super excited for Fashion Week. I am going to be doing it with my friend Morgan, who's actually been on the podcast before. So right now, like all day, we've just been like planning and trying to, you know, make sure we're getting all of our good dinners in and go to all the events and all the things. I think for Fashion Week this year, by the time you are listening to this, it'll pretty much almost be over. But I just want to enjoy myself. I don't want to like overexert myself. I don't want to sign up for every single event or every single show that's available to be, you know, attended. There's some cool ones that I've, I'm lucky enough to attend and hopefully get dressed for, which will be nice. But other than that, I kind of just want to like have some time to be in my favorite city. I'll also be seeing Kimberly and I'm trying to find someone in New York to uh, record an episode with while I'm there. So that's soon to come. Or content corner this week. Let me find on TikTok. I've recently followed a couple people, but I can't remember. Okay, so I'm a big Amazon shopper, as I'm sure we all are. I watch a lot of Amazon must-have videos on TikTok, and I'm not proud of this, I will say. But I do like easy, affordable Amazon finds that do improve my daily life. And I follow a girl named Juliana underscore Claire. She has like 2 million followers. You might know her. So she basically like all of her TikToks are Amazon finds. So I've been going through looking at her travel finds. Like obviously sometimes these can get a little excessive, but I, I'm, I'm in, I'm in for it hundred percent. Let's see. Also, I love this girl, Eden Anastasia. She is gardens of underscore Eden. She's kind of like, I don't, she just is like the most feminine, sweet looking person I've ever seen in my life. And me as a monotone queen, I I love when I like see another like a feminine girly girl because I'm, I want to be in my head, I'm that. But then I come on the mic and I'm like, anyway, <laughs> and it's just harsh, I'm a little more harsh, which I love that about myself. I'm, I'm in for it. But I just love following people that are different from me. So Eden, Gardens of underscore Eden. Okay, let's see who else I have been following. Okay, so I've been following a couple of different makeup artists as well. I like following this girl, Beautifuls. It's B-E-A-U-T-I-F-O-L-E-S. I like her makeup tutorials. 
because she makes it easy for people like me who don't know what's going on. And then lastly, this week, I followed at Flower Academia. He basically makes really beautiful floral arrangements from like pretty affordable flowers. So it's good for like inspiration for that kind of thing. And that's my content corner of this week. With over 200 destinations around the world, Weston Hotels make it possible for you to keep up with your wellness routine while traveling. With signature offerings that help you to move, eat, and sleep well, Weston Hotels make travel an opportunity to enhance your well-being. Okay, how many times have you been on a trip and you're like, all right, we're going on this trip. I'm packing. I'm packing exercise clothes for every single day. I'm packing my supplements. I'm packing my various wellness powders. I have a plan. I'm like, you know what? This time, Peyton, we're going to stay on track. We're going to be healthy because this trip, we're going to feel better. And then day two, it goes completely out the window. I return home. All my supplements have not been taken. Not a single exercise piece of clothing has been worn. So this kills me because if I stay at a hotel that makes wellness easy for me, it would be an absolute game changer. So at Weston, you can work out how you want with a variety of fitness options to keep your wellness routine on track while you're away. Maintain your focus in a Weston workout fitness studio equipped with state-of-the-art equipment. You can do your own thing in your guest room with workout and recovery gear available on demand through Weston's gear lending program, which I think I would kind of go for that option, especially the recovery gear. I love that stuff. So after that, you can nourish yourself. Eat well with Weston's Eat Well menu, designed with foods that make sure you meet your nutritional needs. Weston chefs have crafted dishes with your well-being in mind, so you can choose what's right for you based on your desired portion size and nutritional balance. Weston makes it easier for you to continue nourishing your health no matter the destination. And then we're moving on. You can also sleep well. You can recharge your body and mind with restorative sleep in Weston's renowned heavenly bed. Wind down with Sleep Well Lavender Balm, which eases tensions and soothes the senses. So this is truly, like I said, again, my absolute dream. I'm loving that Weston is taking on this role of like really trying to keep us all accountable to ourselves. And when I'm traveling, I feel like I need to nourish myself and hydrate more and get more movement in generally, not so much in like a stressful way. Like I don't want to stress about it. And what I love about this is Weston's kind of just like handing it to you on a silver platter, how to be healthy. You don't have to think about it for one second. Okay. Weston Hotels and Resorts is part of Marriott Bonvoy, an extraordinary portfolio of hotel brands and an award-winning travel program. I'm very familiar with the Marriott Bonvoy travel program. At Weston Hotels, there's amenities and offerings aimed to help you move well, eat well, and sleep well, so you can keep your well-being close while away. Find wellness on your next stay at Weston. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. I don't really have that much of an intro for y'all today. I really just have a couple things to talk to y'all about in terms of today's topic at hand, which I've been asked to speak about. 
And that is getting out of a funk. So as you all know, I have dealt with anxiety and depression my entire life. And there have been so many moments where I feel myself either slipping into a depressive episode or like actually in one and just like marinating in there. And I realize I wake up one day, I'm like, bitch, you got to get it together. You have to like, (laughs) what are you doing? So for me, I have made a a routine out of getting out of a funk. And I had to do some reflection because I kind of was in the middle of a funk for the past like two months. I've just been so exhausted, like just physically so drained. And I can't, I couldn't tell if it was because I was like going out more on the weekends with my friends or working more or if it's depression. I, I have no idea. I don't know if I'm drinking enough water. Like this has been disastrous. So I've spent a lot of time horizontal and I know I joke about that a lot, but there's like a difference for me between I enjoy being horizontal and cozy and I'm depressed. And there's a very thin line between the two for me. So lately I've been like, you've got to get yourself out of this because we need to energize. I sleep eight plus hours a night, I will say. So that's not it. I don't really know what's going on. It must be depression. But even me, who's dealt with that my entire life, sometimes I don't know. Sometimes I'm like, is what is happening right now? I will say this summer I have been going out way more than I did previously. I will also say, though, when I went through my breakup, I made a very specific choice not to like go out to distract myself. And then it became like spring and festival season. And that's when I kind of was like, all right, whatever, I, I can be back out here. And then summer hit and like all my friends were just having the best time ever. So we just have been going wild <laughs> and been like, fuck it, it's summertime. Like we can do this. I need to stop. I need to have a relaxing evening, one evening a weekend at least. Come on. And especially coming out this last weekend, I'm just so tired. So for me, that starts to feel like depression, like I said, and then I'm like, shit, I got to get out of this funk. So this is a perfect time to talk about this because this is the exact note to self that I need. So I'm going to go through some of the things that I do when I'm in a funk that I have done in the past like week or so to kind of try to start pulling myself out of this. And then I ask you guys what you do. So I'll read some of you guys' responses. All right. So step number one, getting out of a funk. For me, always very note to self-esque give yourself grace. So if you've been in a funk, I think the worst thing you can do is shame yourself for it. And you you want to motivate yourself, yes, to get out of it, but you don't need to feel ashamed. You're a person. Everyone goes through ups and downs in life. If you hit kind of a low point or a funk, as we're calling it, and you've been not very motivated, maybe you've been tired, maybe you've been, you're feeling a little depressy or sad or insecure, whatever it is, that is human. You're allowed to do that. If anyone is, if no one's ever giving you permission, I'm giving you permission right now. Do it. I feel like everyone needs those times anyways to just like be like, what the fuck is going on? And I'm so tired. So you have to give yourself grace because then I think your perspective changes on it and you stop hating yourself so much for this experience. And you're like, oh shit, like this is normal. Okay. So you give yourself grace. That's one of my favorite things. I have grace tattooed on my body because I just love It's a pillar. It's one of my five pillars, giving myself and other people, if I can, grace. So give yourself grace, change your perspective on it. Don't, it's not the end of the world and you're not a failure and you don't need to be ashamed of anything. If you are feeling like shit, you can feel like shit sometimes. It's just going to happen. 
So the first thing I will do um, after I've given myself grace, this is point number two, reset. So I'm going to reset in a few different ways and we'll go and talk about those a little later down the list. But the first, first and foremost, I'm going to reset my entire apartment. I'm going to deep clean. I'm going to put on a podcast. I'll put on a show or a playlist, whatever it is, or even in silence, whatever I need at the time. And I'm going to do a full deep clean. I'm going to take out all the trash. I'm going to organize. I'm going to go through my closet and pull things that I'm not no longer wearing to sell or give away. I'm going to go through and just do a full apartment reset. I'm going to organize in whatever ways that I can and just make everything feel more livable. I'm going to set my essential oil diffusers on. I'm going to put my tea tree oil in there and I'm going to make my apartment smell really good. I'm going to get that candle. Everything is going to feel perfectly clean. I'm even like dusting baseboards in this moment. Okay. Doing all the dishes, cleaning my fridge, reorganizing my pantry. I just need a huge, huge reset day. And this is something that you can do kind of mindlessly too. Like, like I said, while you're listening to something or in silence and it's, it's an easy way to just make things around you feel new and fresh. And for me, that always, that really helps. Like that has to be my step one is resetting my physical space. Okay. Then two, I will sit down and plan the week ahead. So I'm going to plan in my workouts. I'm going to plan in my like stuff with friends. Usually I try to, if I'm in a funk, I try to do something social, non-alcohol related during the week. So I'll have like my friend, like Iman, I'm always with her. I'll just go to Iman's house and we'll lay there or we'll go to the park together. So something where I'm interacting with someone that I like care about, who inspires me, that doesn't involve me getting too tipsy and then having to be hung over the next day, which is not helpful for a funk. So I will schedule in something social like that. And I really, when I, I'm going to go back to the workout thing. I schedule in my workouts when I'm in a funk, but I don't do so in a way that like pressures me. And what I mean by that is I will schedule out like two workouts for the week. That's what I normally work out. I usually do two every week anyway, Um, but I'm not going to try to reset my entire life in a way that it's a complete overhaul where I'm like, okay, tomorrow morning when I wake up, I'm a completely different person. I'm going to push myself to be totally changed and totally out of my funk. This has to gradually happen. So I start with my like maybe two workouts for the week. We schedule those out. They're good to go. I schedule out something social. That's good to go. I'll usually schedule out something beauty related. So as much as I hate sitting down to get my nails done after they're done, I feel so put together and just like I have like I have my life together. So I'll schedule one of those things. And then I'll also try to schedule if I have time, if, you know, time permitting, I'll try to schedule doing something new. So whether that's like going to paint pottery or a cooking class, something that gets me a little out of my comfort zone and like gets me a little bit excited and also a little bit nervous. That's what I'm going for. And scheduling on something like that, even it could be like a hike or something. I don't know, something new to you that you don't often do. I think it's really important to get yourself out of the normal habits and headspace that you're doing to make to make change in your life in general. So an easy way to do that is to literally just like there's like a color me mind by me going there, putting on headphones and like painting some pottery. So wholesome. And it just gets me out of my own 
headspace for a little while, which I really like. So scheduling out the week ahead makes me feel like I'm in control. And it also makes sure I'm getting up in the morning and not just laying around all day. And it makes me excited to get up and do things. And I try to specifically, like I said, schedule things that are exciting to me that don't feel like too much of a pressure or a burden. Like they genuinely sound like they're fun. Okay. So we're going back to the workouts. I will also make sure I'm moving my body. So the easiest way for me to do this is I I do, like I said, have a trainer that I hired for twice a week. So I do go to those things. But if I am feeling like I need to just get out and move right now, I just go on a walk. I'll go on a long hour long, hour 30 minute long walk, listen to a podcast. Usually I have like a place that I'm going. So I'll like walk to go grab a coffee or to Erewhon or to go window shopping. So there's always like, I like to have a destination and kind of walk around and explore. I also love the idea of walking in a new place, like a new direction that you don't normally go. So I usually go kind of like the same walk. And if I'm feeling like kind of in a funk, I'll go the opposite way and literally just like walk for 30 minutes and then turn around and walk back for 30 minutes. And I feel like I'm kind of like changing my surroundings up a little bit. And that helps me in general to get out of a funk, to be in different surroundings, but also having the moving the body movement part in there. I will say for me, finding a way that I like to work out that I really enjoy, which is strength training for me, has been huge in trying to prevent getting into a funk in general. And I haven't been as consistent with it in the last like two or three weeks because I've been traveling and stuff has been happening and my trainer was out of town. And I I feel differently. Like I literally feel more tired, more bloated, and I feel less accomplished when I don't have my like Monday, Wednesday strength training days. So definitely move your body. There is a lot to, as humans, just moving your body to make us happy. So whatever way that means for you, if it's a walk, if it's just dancing around your apartment, if it's working out, whatever it is, move your body a little bit. Okay, so another one I'll do besides just the resetting of my apartment is an apartment refresh. A lot of this is going back to changing my surroundings that kind of makes me just feel a little more awake and like renewed. So recently I had a mirror forever from CB2 that I was just so lazy and like didn't want to hire a task rabbit to get mounted. I also had like a cork board from above my desk and then I had I have a curtain rod. I don't have curtains still because I still don't know what color I want to get but I had those three things to hang at least and once I got the mirror and everything hung, like I love being in my, my apartment so much more. It makes me feel like a new person. Like it just brought the entire room together. And I was just sitting on that for so long, just like letting it sit on the ground and it like didn't look good. And it just wasn't appealing to me. It didn't feel like I was put together. And when I finally did that, I feel amazing. Like I love to go home to my apartment and look at my little, like, it's basically like a my entryway table with a mirror on it. And I got this like cute little dry flower thing at CB2 with a vase and a little candle. And it just looks perfect. I'm taking a million mirror selfies in there. It's so good. And it makes the whole apartment look better. And I just feel like I have my shit together now that everything's on the walls. (laughs) So hire that task rabbit, get that stuff hung because it is amazing. And by that, I mean kind of in any way, change the decor up in your house. You don't need to spend a ton of money to do this. You could even get a new plant or just flowers for the week. Whatever it is, go on Pinterest, find some inspo, set aside some time to literally sit there and just get inspired. Just make even little changes. There's something about sitting there with like a cup of tea or your coffee 
or some kombucha in a wine glass and going through Pinterest with some music in the background. It's so relaxing and inspiring at the same time. And if you can find cute little ways to improve your surroundings or change them a little bit to make you feel a little bit more inspired during the day, that would be great as well. Another way that I've done this recently is through my Amazon home finds. And they're not super expensive, by the way. This is not like spending a ton of money, but I committed to organizing my like spice and like oils and stuff in my kitchen and also my medicine cabinet. And it cost me like 40 bucks and it was, it's been life changing. Every single day when I look at it, I just feel like I have my shit together. So that's another way I've really refreshed my home is organizing that kind of stuff. The one thing I have left to organize, well, I have my, my office still needs to like have some level of organization, but I need to do my under sink organization so badly because I just notice when things are organized and everything is easier for me to use, I'm more likely to go into my bathroom and like be excited to get ready and like do my hair and all that stuff, which if you'll know me, I get really overwhelmed with the getting ready process. I literally fucking hate it. So getting things organized in there and cute and easy to access has actually made me want to get ready more or at least hate it less, you know? I just got this new makeup, like kind of like drawer thing that fits in between my sink and my wall, like perfectly. And it fits on my makeup perfectly and I can hide it like when I'm not using it. And I swear it's made the whole makeup process more enjoyable. This episode is brought to you by Saks.com. I've said it before, but I wasn't super on board with the idea of summer ending except for the fact that it means fall fashion, cozy outfits. I just love fall style. I love the colors. I love the trends. It's so chic and unbeatable. And heading into winter as well with holiday dressing, I'm actually very excited about this. So Saks.com is making it easy for me to elevate my every day. What an iconic place to shop fashion online. Of all of the fun ways to shop Saks.com, My favorites have to be shopping by their curated shops. So you can shop by trend. So you can do like quiet luxury or 90s revival. I'm very big on the quiet luxury look for fall. I think it's just so chic, so simple, so elevated. And Saks has all of the best quiet luxury look goods. Or you can shop by vibe. So like cozy vibes or disco vibes. I've been going to a lot of disco related parties lately. So that's actually very timely. You can shop by star sign or you can shop by situation. So like date or revenge dressing, you know, we absolutely love that. A couple other things I saw on the website are like the power suiting moment, the it accessories are a full fall wardrobe refresh. So this is really good for those of you who need some inspiration heading into fall for what you want to do with your wardrobe this season. I do want to touch on revenge dressing for a second because I feel like that's such a trend right now. And it's actually one of my favorite things. When I go out at night, I'm like revenge dressing all the way. At Saks.com, you can shop by situation like this. So you can find the perfect revenge dress from brands like Christopher Esber, which I've seen everybody wearing lately. I'm obsessed. And Colt Gaia, another classic fave. So if you're like me and you're always looking for easy ways to try new trends and a little direction in that category, or if you want a new wardrobe that fits the era that you're in, 
then I suggest switching your inspiration scrolling for all of your outfits to Saks.com for new ways to shop for everything every day. Fall is here and I'm excited to get serious about clothes again, but not too serious, which is why I love Newly. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service that's all about helping you have fun and get creative with your style. Renting from Newly every month lets me bring seriously trending fall pieces into my wardrobe, the quiet luxury stuff like tailored blazers, chunky knits, and formal dresses without dropping serious cash. So I just got back from Fashion Week and I saw so much quiet luxury going on for like daytime looks and more casual looks and then really kind of out there fun formal dresses and it inspired me truly to start stocking my closet with these items. What I love about Newly is I can get access to all of these things without having to actually commit and purchase. I also don't have that much closet space so this really works well for me. So like I said, Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles every month. So you can choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. You'll also get access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands, everything from party dresses to premium denim and one of a kind vintage pieces, which I personally love. Newly carries labels like Free People, Selkie, Farm Rio, Anthropology, Madewell, and A. Goldie. They also have inclusive sizing up to 5X, as well as petite and maternity. Newly offers fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in Newly's state-of-the-art laundering facility. So there's no laundry for you to worry about, which is my dream. You're also going to get the option to buy what you love, sometimes up to 70% off. Some other reasons I'm loving Newly is for the savings. So renting from Newly means getting to wear more while spending less. And you can kind of curb that must buy something new feeling you get when there are events on the calendar or a new season rolling around like fall while still feeling confident and excited about your wardrobe. Also, Newly is sustainable. So Newly lets you love fashion in a way that's kinder on the planet. Orders are shipped in recycled, recyclable, and reusable totes with no plastic packaging. Clothes are cleaned using energy and water efficient methods and styles are repaired rather than thrown out. So they are super committed to sustainability. It's also flexible. So there are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. So it's no big deal if you lose a button or you spill something or you just need to take a break. So Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles, but right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code note to self 20, just go to N U U L Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code note to self 20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N U U L Y.com Newly with two U's with code note to self 20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Okay, so we'll take this a step further and say, let's refresh our wardrobe or beauty routine. And again, we don't have to do this in big ways. You can find drugstore products for this. You can go to Sephora if you want. For me, as we transition into fall, I am getting rid of a lot of clothes so I can 
bring in more clothes. There's certainly a lot of services you can use also once you get rid of your clothes, like Newly, one of the sponsors of the show, to get like a cool fall wardrobe that you actually don't need to own. It's a very affordable way to like wear really cool clothes. So there are ways to do this in an affordable way. For me, I like to stock up on my fall basics, which I have definitely done in the last like two weeks or so. Like I have gone crazy shopping online and actually haven't spent way too much money, but I've definitely gotten staples like really good fall boots, good heels that I know that I'll wear, booties, cowboy boots. And then I pretty much am good on bags. I've gotten myself like a nice little cashmere like vest like thing, a black mini skirt. So I've gotten my like actual specific clothes that I will wear all the time. And then I plan on like cycling out for like special occasions and stuff just because I don't like to own that much stuff. But recently, Iman, it's Iman's birthday this weekend. And she was showing me her most recent online order. (laughs) And I think she went to Aritzia and she ordered so much stuff. But she was like, I'm trying to transition with this new birthday into like a new phase of her life. And she was just feeling really stagnant work wise and things like that. And she got a new job recently. And she's just like, I want that to reflect who I'm feeling like. And I feel like that can be while it can be expensive sometimes, depending on how you choose to go about doing this, it is super refreshing and it is kind of invigorating, at least for me, to change up my outer appearance and feel good about the clothes that I'm wearing. And I've really tried to curate my closet around that. I don't like to have clothes in there that I like don't really, really, really love. It's just not worth it to me anymore. So that and then also curating my beauty routine. So as we, you know, the weather's going to start changing. I'll probably start using different skincare products. My makeup products will be a little bit different. I feel like I'm very, I pretty much use the same makeup products as I did when I was like 20 years old, which is almost 10 years ago. But I, which is like kind of scary to say. So I need to like go through on TikTok, get some inspiration. I just, I think it's going to make me enjoy the makeup process more if I find items that I really like. I know that that is not monumental at all. Like, duh, we should definitely be doing that. But I know for me, the cost is worth it because I feel good when I'm, when I'm wearing it. But again, you can do this with drugstore products just as you can with like products from Sephora. There's a lot of really good K-beauty skincare products that I like and that I've seen on TikTok. That's another set of TikTok that I'm on. Um, I've told y'all about Alex, I believe is her name, the educated mess on TikTok. She is like a chemist, a cosmetic chemist, and she shares so many amazing skincare products, I think in hair care products too, that are really, really, really good and comparable to or better than like really high end skincare. So if you guys want a fall beauty refresh, I would definitely go to her page on TikTok. So there's ways to do this, but there is something about having like a new eyeliner and a new mascara tube and like a fresh beauty blender that just makes me feel like I've got my life together. So that's one way I definitely do that. We've got the whole refresh of my house and then the refresh of my wardrobe or beauty routine. All right. So next I take my weekly attempt to take a weekly everything shower. I love an everything shower. I also love everything shower TikTok. (laughs) These are my favorite things, by the way. These are my hobbies. So an everything shower for me would consist of Before I get in the shower, I put rosemary oil on my roots. I put on my hair and then I put I dampen my hair a little bit. I put in a hair mask and then I put my hair up and I let it sit for a while, either through a workout or even overnight sometimes. And then I'll get in the shower. I'll do a double 
shampoo with like a detox shampoo first. And then I'll do my Vegamore shampoo, the hydrate one. And then I'll do either a conditioner or hair mask, or I'll use my K18 hair product. And then while I'm in the shower, we will exfoliate using the exfoliation gloves that I have and then wash my body off, shave. And then I will, while my body's still damp, like after I dried off a little bit, I'll put on a body serum. And then I will, after that, put on a body oil once I'm off, like out of the shower. And then I completely do go through my hair routine and then like a skincare routine. And that is my everything shower. I want to go to sleep like oiled up, like slick. (laughs) Because in the morning then I wake up and I'm so moisturized and it feels amazing. Um, I am a huge fan of an everything shower. I think that also like doing my everything shower and then sitting down to watch like a show at night and have like a little dessert is the best moment of my life. Like everything showers straight to sweats and then straight to horizontal and watching a show. There's literally nothing better. And especially if it's a show like that's a comfort show where like I can watch it, but I don't really have to watch it. And I can scroll Pinterest at the same time. That's my favorite nighttime activity. Literally never had a better one in my entire life. So everything shower is a must. Uh, For me, calling my family and friends, I love to call my grandma. Makes me feel great. Makes her feel great. We're usually on speakerphone with my grandpa. We're having the best time. And then I'll call a friend, whether it be a friend I haven't talked to in a while, like a college friend or a friend from home. And especially like if I'm in a funk for whatever reason I'm in a funk, it's nice to have encouraging words from friends and like have them really mean it. Like I've had something happen recently in my life, which I'm sure y'all I'll tell y'all about at some point. But it's driven me to a crossroads, I would say. And it's made me like emotional and confused at the same time. Um, I don't really know how I want to move forward. And that kind of put me, it met me in the middle of my funk to the point where it like almost like threw me out of a funk because it was so surprising to me. Anyways, I'll explain all of that later. But my point is I've been, I have been... (laughs) hitting a wall lately with something and I need to make a decision basically. And going to my family and friends when I'm feeling like this, when when I'm feeling just like a little bit like off and like, I don't know what I want. I don't know what I want to do from here has been unbelievable, honestly, because I have gotten responses from like my friend Kimberly, who's been on the podcast, my best friend Laurel, my friends from here, my friends Anna, Liv, my friend Sophie, Kelsey, Iman, my family members, my dad, my mom. I have gotten some beautiful advice and responses and really just encouraging words of like support. And I I feel like I really needed that. And I think sometimes when you have people that you can go to who you know are going to respond in a way that is going to make you feel better about yourself, I think it's really important to indulge yourself in that. That's really good to lean on the people that you love and who love you. And that's been something that almost brought me to tears in this last week. Like I was... I couldn't say thank you enough to them. And it made me feel very grateful, which I think the most surefire way out of a funk is gratitude for sure. So if you can do things that make you feel grateful and happy to be alive, that's the path out of a funk right there. And that is a big one for me. Okay, so another one that's pretty applicable for all of us, any of us can do this, is completing like micro tasks. So I feel like I I love a to-do list because I love the dopamine hit of doing the task. So like I always write one out like no matter what so I can cross things off. And these are even micro tasks like taking my AG1 in the morning. When I get up, 
It's so easy. It takes two seconds. But once I do it and once I drink the AG1, then I'm like, cool. I feel good about myself now. Like I did something. Or if I do my dishes. That's why I like the cleaning process, I think, because I'll clean my stuff. And not only do I get to sit in a clean apartment, but like I'm like, oh, I did that. And I feel good about myself. Completing a workout, going on a walk, even if it's five minutes, doing a five minute meditation. These things are all so helpful and they are so easy to implement if you're not like the laziest person ever, which is me when I'm in a funk and I have to force myself to do these things. But those little micro tasks rather than like the big ones, I feel like help me more to kind of get the ball rolling so that I can get to the bigger ones and almost have like the confidence and like the the motivation to take on larger tasks that are going to be more time consuming. So smaller tasks are great. Even taking the trash out sometimes because I know when I'm in a funk or in a depression, my like trash can pile up. My dishes are piling up. I'm not looking so good. So washing my face even, micro task. Pay attention to these little micro tasks and make yourself do like a series of them because you're going to start to feel better. And then lastly, for me, what's really helped when I'm in a funk is helping someone else. And this could be in a way that I'm like reaching out to a friend and helping them. And if they're having a problem in their life, I fully am diving in and helping them with it if they want my help. Or I'm, you know, someone drops something on the street and I help them pick that up. There's little things that make me feel good. Or if like, let's say I'm I'm not a big talker, but if I can tell like my Uber driver wants to have a conversation for whatever reason they want to have a conversation, if I indulge them in that, it makes me feel better about myself. And in one way I do this more systematically is I have, like I've said plenty of times before, I volunteer. So I go to baby to baby as often as I can. I haven't been in like two or three weeks, which sucks so bad, but none of the shifts like aligned with what I could do work-wise. But I have my shift already scheduled for the end of the month when I get back. But doing something like that where I can go and get out of my own brain and take myself so much less seriously helps me with perspective. And then the gratitude piece comes in because when you help someone who really needs it, I mean, you understand how beautiful your life is and how grateful you are for the fact that you were the person that can help in that situation and not the person who necessarily need it right needs needs it right now. So it's almost like a circle of gratitude because they're grateful for the receiving of the help and you're grateful that you were given the opportunity to do so. And I think with mental health issues, it's super easy to get in your own head and take yourself so seriously. Like you think that your little world inside is like the end all be all. And when you get out of your own head, you realize that it doesn't fucking matter and you for me, a, a lot of cures, a lot of the cure for my mental health problems is taking myself less seriously and is being like, wait a minute, pipe down over there. Like, that's just your brain. Shut up. Other people have actual problems in their life and your brain is causing you a bunch of problems yourself. That's at least just how I experience it. So for me, going out and volunteering in the ways that I can or lending my voice to certain things on the internet or standing up for people in my life or helping a friend or helping a stranger or even talking to a stranger. These little things make me just feel like I have a little extra pep in my step when I do them. So pay attention to what you can do for other people when you're in a funk because you start paying less attention to yourself and less attention to your funkiness. And it gives you some perspective. You know what I mean? And that's basically it. That's what I do when I'm getting out of a funk or attempting to get out of a funk. It can be really hard to start that momentum so I definitely wanted to provide y'all with some ways because I need to like, I also have to like make myself a list of things I have to do to get out of this like horrible mood. And it's helpful to like almost lay it out again, like a to-do list because then I get my little dopamine head every time I cross something off. So I'm going to read 
a couple of submissions from you guys about how you get out of a funk. So let me see. There's actually quite a few in here. Okay. This one says, practice loads and loads of gratitude. Get a journal and write every day. I think a five-minute writing session is so therapeutic. It can be hard to start, but you just kind of just like get whatever out is in your brain out. It can be very, very therapeutic. This one says, go on a walk. This one says, wash sheets, tidy my apartment, everything shower, morning walks, and add little joys. That's so cute. Also, she says, I've seen a self-care menu on TikTok too. Such a cute idea when you're in a funk. Wait, I love the idea of a self-care menu. I should, maybe that'll be a new episode I'll do is a self-care menu. Plan a weekend getaway with a friend. Wholesome, cute. This one says quit weed, LOL. I will say I kind of wanted to start this episode with like what not to do, but then I decided to go more, more positive directions. When I'm really in a funk, I try to stay away from drugs and alcohol. I will say I do love myself a J. I do love myself some wine. I try to steer away from it during the week, like when I'm just at home by myself. And usually like if it wasn't summer and things were happening during the week, I usually do stay away from alcohol during the week just because I'm I want to be a little bit moderate in my inability to be moderate. And I'll save that for the weekends and socializing. But I do think that when you're really, really in a funk, it depends on how deep you are. But if you're really in a funk, I would remove brain changing substances from the table just for a little bit just to re you know get yourself back on track dinner with the girls this one says get a new planner brain dump important dates events and then break them down into tasks oh I love that this one says lean into it for a bit then start doing the shit I want to do like go for a walk or read that's the grace portion right you kind of have to lean into the funk a little bit I agree with that as well okay This one says, create a playlist, watch my favorite movie or show, new vision board, time in the sun. I love a vision board and I love some time in the sun. I absolutely agree. Make myself put on makeup and get dressed. Don't lay in bed. This one is a good one. That's a simple way to do that. Just get an outfit on and get some makeup on and don't go lay on your couch. I'm talking to myself here. So maybe I'll have a lot of like similar ones to me. Oh, this one says, give myself grace. Funks and being horizontal are needed. Just limit the number of days. You took the words right out of my mouth. I'm trying not to go, like, give too many duplicates here. So let me find some. This one says, remind myself no one else can get out of a funk for me and give myself some tough love, TBH. Sometimes that's necessary. You do have to force yourself in the beginning there to get out of it. One says, telling myself, these are the two to three things I have to get done today. So limiting your limiting your to-do list so it's able to be accomplished. And then you can feel good about it after. And I think confidence gets you out of a funk, as does gratitude. Sometimes you just got to wait it out, taking small steps to just step outside and breathe. I agree. Start slow. You don't need to do it all at once. But just start, I guess, somewhere is what we're saying here. A lot of cleaning up my space. And says, reminding myself we only have one life and to focus on what makes me happy. And if you're a list person like me, maybe write out what makes you happy. I think that would be really helpful to get that out in like a journal so you're reminded. Some says, freshen your routine. I think that's a good one. Kind of switching up your routine to work for you a little bit better. Some says, a Starbucks can cure it sometimes, lol. That is true. A fun little drink can really cure a lot of things for me. Stop looking at social media and go outside. Being in the sun is really helpful for me in general. Like it makes you just feel 
much better about your life when you're out in the sun or outside. So I definitely agree with that one. Spray tan. Yes. A spray tan. <laughs> a spray tan can also get me out of a funk. A spray tan and a nice little drink. That that works wonders for me. This one says dopamine dressing, like putting on something cute to trick yourself into getting happy. Put on like an outfit that really makes you happy. I talked to my friend Anna Grace about this. She has the podcast Asia University and she's been on this podcast before. And she talks about dressing for dopamine, basically, which I think is such an interesting topic. We should maybe talk about that here on Note to Self, too. Meditation and podcasts that motivate me. I like this perspective. Be a good friend to your future self and do little things your future self will be grateful for. So instead of like like just imagining your future self as a character and trying to set her up for success, I think that that's a cool perspective for me because that would actually probably make me get up and do something. Go on a long run and then cook myself a nice healthy meal. I do like to cook myself something lovely and hearty and healthy at home too. Drink water. Yes, <laughs> that's a really simple one. Go chug a bunch of water, please. All right. Go to the doctor. That's a good reminder because I need to do that. And I know that would be really helpful for my life to like go get my blood levels checked and everything. I like have a feeling I'm iron deficient or something. Again, is it iron deficiency or is it depression? I have no idea. Change my scenery. Take time to rest, feel and reflect. I do think that's important to allow yourself to rest. Do something social, even if I don't really want to. I think that's an important point to make. Sometimes when I'm trying to get out of a funk or if I'm in a funk, I don't feel like being social and I want to isolate. That's kind of my, my go-to. And when I find myself isolating more and more, I know that it's unhealthy. And even if I don't want to get out of my house and do something with a friend, I kind of force myself to a little bit and I always feel better after. Let's see if there's any... My friend Kimberly says splurge on some shopping like we talked about a little wardrobe refresh. If it's within your means, go for it. Self-care days. Put together your most amazing self-care day ever. Um, Kimberly also says a haircut or a blowout. Life changing. A blowout. Wow. Life changing for sure. Then she says if you need distraction, find a new interest to distract you. A new book, a hobby or a goal. Or take a personal day to do every maintenance thing possible. Hair, nails, sleep. Oh, I love the day of a personal day. Maybe we'll, I'm going to screenshot some of these just for like future podcast episodes. Like my most specific and amazing personal day. I'll go through it and then share it with y'all or something. Y'all had some really, really, really good ideas. And then Kimberly also says lean in and then tough love to myself. We absolutely love that. So that's how I'm getting out of a funk. That's how many of you guys are getting out of a funk. And other than that, I hope you guys are using these tactics. Let me know which one works for you the best. And thank you guys so much for some new podcast episode ideas just through your submissions. I feel like this is going to be so fun. And I am definitely going to try a number of these and I'll document some on my Instagram story. So you can follow me there. You can also find me on YouTube. You can find me on TikTok. Just search Peyton Sarton and you will find me. And... Yeah, that's basically it for this week. So y'all have a great week and I will talk to y'all next week. 
thank y'all so much for listening to today's episode. You can catch a new episode of Note to Self every Thursday. Please, please don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out on any of the good stuff. I always want to hear from you, so please leave a rating and review if you have a sec. Follow Note to Self on social for all the behind the scenes action and more info about the show at NTS by PS on Instagram and at Note to Self Pod on TikTok. And I'll talk to y'all next week. note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.